Hey everybody, welcome to the Mountain Deer Podcast. I'm Rodney Elmer, taxidermist from Northfield, average Joe Hunter, and I'm sitting here with Taylor Elmer. How's it going, buddy? I'm doing fantastic, Dad. He seems to be liking this podcast stuff, so we're going to give it another whirl. Oh, <laughs> oh just me? <laughs> yeah, just you. <laughs> it's just me, okay. <laughs> we're uh, going to try and uh, work in uh, what it's like to uh, have a new hunter in camp, maybe. Yeah. And some of the things that go along with that. And also like taking out an older person into the woods, you know, with you hunting. Yeah. Maybe, um, maybe even covering a little bit of, um, when you're bringing in a, somebody new in general, you know, because there are some differences between young, similar age to you and somebody who's older than you. There are some differences mm-hmm. in that and kind of, you know, and then there's the kids, right? Yeah. The kids taking them out, letting them learn about tracks and doing things like that. That's um, fun. Discovering um, kids are good. the newness of the woods. And um, there's quite a few little things that are, should be talked about when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yep. You know, today is Wednesday and you and I are sitting in the shop and we had a long day. People shooting deer, uh, bows, and we had the moose come in. We had an elk come in. We have the floor is starting to fill up. The walls are starting to fill up. And, you know, we got to talking with a gentleman today and we were talking about hunter numbers and the kind of the future of hunting um, and what new generations getting people that aren't hunters now into it. And Vermont actually, is it this year's the the first year that they're doing the youth slash novice mm-hmm. season? Because we actually, uh, in the state of Vermont, you can now, you know, you get to participate basically in a youth hunt if you're brand new to hunting. So it's not really so much a youth hunt as it is a beginner hunter season now, mm-hmm. you know, which I think, I think allows a little bit more opportunity for, you know, a lot of people that are new to get in without the kind of same pressure without the deer, you know, cause the deer get jumpier as the season goes on. We all know that. Yeah. Well, the first time license holders, you know, it's their, yeah. their chance to go out and participate a little bit. Um, they're following the same rules and, uh, that a, a youth would, and that that part of it's nice. The, the mentor thing, though, are they following? Oh yeah, they have to follow the same exact rules. Where, you like, go out the, with a license. The mentor hunter. can't touch the firearm yep. and all that jazz. Yep. too? Oh, Every, I, I didn't know that same. part. Oh, very yeah. cool. So okay, you know, well that, that makes it easy. You know. Yeah. So like, it doesn't no matter what the right. age is. These are the these are the rules for the weekend. Yeah, and the enforcement part of it's a little bit more in line. Yeah. You know, and that, okay. that part makes it a little very easier cool for the for the wardens out there doing their job. Yeah. Uh, when, when you go out with someone and you're, you're taking them hunting, uh, whether it's your own kid or someone else's, or if you're going with somebody who's brand new to hunting, mm. um, you're going to, or even somebody who's older, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're not quite what they used to be. You're going to end up, uh, you know, changing some of your hunting and how you go about it and adjusting for it. Um, yeah. And if you can't adjust for it or it's difficult or you don't really want to, then you want to shy away from it really because some of the, the bad taste that can come along with, mm-hmm. you know, going out with somebody who doesn't want to go with you can be difficult. It's hard to know what it's going to be like and take, there's a taking lot of somebody rules. out. It is yeah. when you take, when you take somebody else out with you, just literally the difference between hunting by yourself and then hunting with, you know, a buddy on the track. Um, that's the same experience, the same skill level, or maybe a little plus or minus either way mm-hmm. that changes how you hunt completely. It changes your feeling about it. Oh, sure. And it's a big, big, big difference to when you bring somebody that's never done this before or has very little experience doing it and just you out in the woods doing what you do. Yep. You have to be okay with the hunt, not going the way 
it does when you're doing it by yourself. There's yeah. some like expectation that you cut you immediately before you get going. You have to kind of keep that in mind that this is not going to be a normal day in the woods for you. No, you know, things, things have changed a little bit. There's been quite a few times where like when I would take you guys out, I'm not bringing my gun. You guys yeah. are the only ones with a gun and yep. you've got your license and you're all new to it and you can't wait to get going mm -hmm. and it snows a little bit or something. And you guys are all like, let's go hunting today. So, <laughs> okay. Right. So we, we go out in the woods and I try and have like a, a plan a, if things go good and then a plan B, if things aren't lining up the way it should or whatever yeah. and i would take you guys out and at first it would just be let's go for a walk and i kind of introduced it that way to you guys Let, let's just go for a walk let's go see what's going let's go on sniff around the, a little bit yeah let's go yeah. sniff around and see what's going on in the woods today <laughs> right so we would walk along and when we saw something then we'd see a squirrel right have to point out the squirrel oh i saw a squirrel here come some crows right so i had my pockets full of calls and you guys love the calls and we would go out and walk along. And when we heard a crow, I would say, Oh, hear the crow here, take the crow call. So you guys would caw, 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 caw. We Just, would, we I, wouldn't. you wailed oh, on yeah. it. Right. And yeah. it sounded like a crow that was being strangled <laughs> down in the woods. Right. And the crows would come. Now it wasn't crow season, but no. it gave you guys a chance to hear and see. To play with the calls. Yes. And yeah. you got to see the game react to what you were doing. Yeah. And you call, call, call. And Very the crow cool. would bark, 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 bark. And he'd start coming, right? Yeah. And you could tell he was coming. What's the deal? The scout yep. would come trying, running Trying over. different calls to different animals. Too. Sure. Squirrels. Like, uh, using a crow call to call in turkeys. Yeah. Turkeys will gobble at a crow. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Or you bring a turkey call yep. on all kinds of deer calls and stuff. And you would learn all that. And it was an extra chance for you to interact. You got to hold something in your hand. Yeah. You got to actively do something. And when an animal answered you back, like an owl, right? You had the owl hooter mm -hmm. and, and woo, 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 right? And you guys would back and forth. And then the owl would fly closer and you would see it. Mm -hmm. And you were just like, oh, wow, this really works right yeah and the squirrel would come down the tree and he's six feet away tick 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 you know he's doing his thing yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and you guys yeah. were just loving that you know yeah, and freaking and of course now you're interacting with animals yes you're not necessarily killing but you're learning about them well it's almost makes it's tick. almost like piquing your interest into going hunting before you've had the exposure yet you know like yeah, doing you doing this doing this kind right? of thing is to this is almost like to somebody who hasn't had much exposure to being in the woods, this is how you get them on the path to maybe becoming a hunter. Or at least, you know, having a, a somewhat of a relationship with nature and natural things. Yeah. Because there's all kinds of discovery that will happen there. And even if, even if you encourage your non-hunting friends to take their kids out with all these different calls and yeah. you introduce them the yeah, adults it gets, it gets them to interested the calls in the that's yeah. right and now the kids go out and they learn to call the ducks yeah. they learn to call the geese and the geese answer back right those things are really uh really good for connecting people with the outdoors yeah. if if somebody had come to my classroom with a whole backpack full of different calls 
and said, let's go out and try all these things. And you call in a blue jay or you call in a, you know, a bird of some kind or, yeah. or something answers you back, right? Um, even a drumstick on a hollow tree, hollowish tree, right? And brrr, right? And, and tap, 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 tap. We've, uh, you guys were taking sticks and you were whacking the tree when you heard the woodpecker. Oh, there's a woodpecker over there. Pat, 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 pat. And the woodpecker would come over. What's going on? Who's yeah. in my area? <laughs> and you would now learn the aggression in his call and those kind of things. And it connected you with what's going on in the outdoors. Yeah. And if you want to be a local kid's hero, have a bag full of calls and be willing <laughs> to take pe- kids in the outdoors. Yeah. That one move alone will gain you credit like crazy. And you'll now like start in this love affair with what the outdoors and what's with, with what's wild. And there's no killing involved. There's no, it's just interaction. And it's some really cool interaction. Yeah. A lot of it too. Like if the kids have phones, right? Your friends have phones or whatever. You can record with those things. Well, yeah. record some of the, the footage. Make Get some footage of the things you see. Yes. Now they take that home Evidence. and they show it to their friends. Proof right. of their good time. That's right. That that's one of the things like the last stat we kind of heard um it was in an article i can't i can't remember what article it was uh estimated around seven hunters per day is what the state of vermont has lost over the what last seven is yeah. it seven years well yeah we're, we're on average basically yeah, over, we're like we're, we're descending like this is what the curve looks like it's going to be this is the trend basically right. that's the seven hunters slope a day. of the wave downward <laughs> yes where it's you know older hunters getting out of it or passing away and then you have the younger hunters that aren't getting into it that aren't filling those spots because you know they're you know moving down south they're moving into larger areas in order for work and stuff are they just distracted and, by and other stuff. one of the yeah. conversations that comes out on the shop and comes up on uh in conversations with other hunters is how do you get kids to want to go do this because my you know my kids or my niece my nephew you know no one's getting into it why aren't kids getting into hunting mm-hmm. and i think that connectivity to nature and that interest that you were just talking about is one of the things that's not super super commonplace well you have to have some like we're going to go and do something yeah. You know, the doing is really what they would be into the most. Absolutely. It's the most exciting of the things that you would do in the outdoors is the doing part of it. Not so the waiting or the getting out of bed early. And I have, all I have of friends that, that, that don't fish doing. and never got into fishing because they say it's boring. Right. Mm-hmm. So that means the introduction into fishing that they had didn't go the way they thought it was or the way that they were told it was going to go. And they're like, nah, this is boring. Right. They're, they're, experience with it, their first impression was you just sit here all day and nothing bites and this sucks right once in a while you get one right and that's the experience but not knowing that some days it's like that and other days you can't put your hook in the water without grabbing a fish right, right. they're constantly just not snagging them constantly right and that fluctuation you know is something that varies and the, the act of it and the the doingness of it the you know almost like the the process has to be fun the process has to be enjoyable and the process has to be what you're going out for mm-hmm. when the process is what you're out for every day is a success yes. and every day you get something and every day you come back with a story right the process is how you get somebody to fall in love with something not whatever you're promising them for a goal at the end or proving what you know yes right if you're out that's there to flex huge... to flex your knowledge muscle in front of them you know yeah that that's not Act like really you're what you want to do a lot because it's important that they learn and go along with their, their learning develops in the way that's meant for them 
Right? Everybody, every, yeah, a lot of people, they learn in different ways and they like a different presentation on a different style of learning too. Yes. Like some people can be lectured at, but only by certain people who talk and bring it in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Some people don't like being lectured at all. Right. You know? So it depends when, on who you're bringing out as to how you really need to introduce them to what it is you're bringing them out to do. You got to know you're going to know your pupil and your your woods partner now before mm-hmm. you bring them out. And and that can apply if you're a guide. Yeah. Or it yeah. would apply if you're a dad. Absolutely. Right? To give them the best experience possible. Or a son with an older dad, right? Yep. Right? All of all of those will apply. And like you you have to uh, uh, you're trying to foster growth, right? And yeah. fostering growth isn't pruning. You, you have to do this. You have to do that. We can only do it this way. We can't do it that way. Mm-hmm. As soon as there's tons of rules to things, now all of a sudden it's not so fun. Um, and I'm not saying, you know, not law-wise, but I'm talking about like little personal rules of this is the only Certain way ways that you do the process. Right. Like we only go to this area. We I would let you guys manner. just go and wander and I would ask you, well, what do you think is next? And what do you, and, and I, I didn't spend a lot of time telling you every little move that no, came later or what you could expect. I didn't do that. I let you guys just discover and learn on your own. Mm-hmm. And when you walked 150 yards and you never saw a thing, you're like, man, the woods are empty. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> Let's go look over there. Right. Yeah. And see if that's empty too. Yeah. And then when we got to that and it wasn't, I said, why? Mm-hmm. Right. And I let you guys answer the questions as best you could. Yeah. And then I'd, I'd say, well, let's go see. Right. Yeah. And let's investigate. Let's grow. Let's check this out. What do you think? I would ask you your guys' opinion. I would leave my opinion. You out also, of one of the things you also did was you established a common goal for us. Let's like whatever we were going, setting off into the woods to do. It wasn't that I was going to do it and you were going to show me how. It was that we were going to do it together. Yes. And by making me part of the team, right, mm-hmm. We were. I was way more receptive. Because you're way more receptive if you're doing it with somebody than having somebody teach you something. I'd mm-hmm. rather do something with somebody and in doing that, learn the process and they teach me some stuff, right? Yeah. Let's go in the woods together. No, I'm going to teach you how to hunt today. Right. You know what I mean? The other thing is like I would just... Let you discover things on your own. And most of those discoveries were failures, right? I would let you scare the partridge away. Yeah. And yeah. then you'd you'd go, oh. <laughs> and I would let you just experience. Dude, I yeah. just, so many memories just yeah. came back to me You, you guys it. would go, oh. Yeah, yeah. And you blew it, right? And yeah. away it went. And I said, well, how did that go? What went wrong? <laughs> and you would explain to me, well, my... My rifle got caught on my jacket, on my sleeve, and I couldn't get my gun up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And <laughs> and then I would say, well, how do we how do we keep from doing that? Go let's let's practice that a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So then you learn to stick your gun out in front of you. And then bring the gun and up then, and then shoulder and it. And then bring it back to your shoulder yeah. <laughs> so that it would be out and away and up and it would never snag on your clothes yeah. again. Right. So like you you have to let some failures happen because sometimes that's a wonderful teacher. Failure's an awesome teacher. Man's yeah. been learning from it for millions yes. of years. And also not not paying attention to it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh yeah, the the when you mess something up most of the time, those are the whatever you did in that you almost instantly reflect on 
and it melds in your brain. Like most of the time when you're, when you're successful and you have victory, you're reveling in the victory and not the process that brought you to the victory as much, you know, because it's not painful and you got what you wanted. So you're not worried about what happened beforehand. You're busy getting what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Like you got a deer, like, great. You know, you learn, you definitely learn more from when you messed up than when you succeed. And in the beginning stages, messing up and it being okay to mess is up. important right you it's don't super need to be... important to not not That's get right. you as a mentor <laughs> can't get upset if something goes wrong like if you if you i know you want them to get something you want it you want yes. them to get that deer or that partridge right well you know you the want thrill. them to get the turkey you know yes. the thrill and you want them to share want that them to have but it. yes it, it'll be better down the road if they've failed beforehand when they worked hard and then succeeded and not just had it right? It's great to go out your first time and bang and everything works out great. That's awesome. But it you may or may not be hooked. That's right. right. And it might not, right. You succeeding might not be the reason why you stuck with it. Right. I've got Kaylee out in the woods and the sleeve, you know, <laughs> she did the sleeve. She track. did the sleeve trick she, she on stuck. her very first year. Yep. It's about 25 yards. This away, past weekend, this past weekend. And she, she lifts up the gun and she hears it walking around us. Mm-hmm. And she says, it's right. And, and it's coming and it's and i'm like yeah and she gets a little yeah. bit wound up right and then then she's like it's there now it's time to shoot right button buck you think yeah probably it yeah. was a small one right and, yeah. and she she comes to pick up the gun and, and the sweat the sling's going back and forth and the gun's going back and forth and she's trying to get it off off of her her armpit sleeve it's the rubber is stuck and she can't yeah, shoulder those, the gun it, the coat's a little big for her. you know like yeah. youth always get the junk clothes right you know what i mean they yeah. get hand-me-downs and stuff that don't fit them and she suffered and of course that. the deer is watching her shenanigans <laughs> and the deer is going oh this isn't good i think i better run right yeah and it, it's by itself and it turns and runs off and and she's she's she has the oh right yeah and it runs off yep but she's not quite giving up yet. And I'm like, well, stand right up on the stump right here. She, we were sitting on a stump. And and so I grabbed the gun and she stands up and I hand it back to her. So now she's standing, right? She's safe and she's standing. So I hand her the gun back. It's a big, you know, three and a half foot stump. It's a monster, right? So she stands up on the stump and I hand her the gun back. And now she can see out where it went better, you know, not enough. And, mm-hmm. and of course the deer is so short that it runs up a little gully and it's gone and she can't do anything. And she puts the gun back down and she looks at me and she says, I didn't even get the safety off. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I'm looking at her and I'm grinning. I'm wondering how it's going to go. Is she going to be upset or is she going to be good? And, and, mm-hmm. and of course she, she's like, that deer is dead. I'm going to come back here. Right? I've got a dope permit and I'm coming back here and I'm going to get that thing. And I don't care. I want that one. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it was you know, a motivator for her. Well, sure. And all of a sudden now it was a lot more solidified. And a goal. She had now, she had a very specific goal. And well, she said, I want to get herself. that deer. That's right. She, she made it. the decision. She made it. She picked yes. the decision. And of course, she was also adult enough to laugh at herself, you know, because she's like, she's, she's She's Man, very humble. My heart was pounding, right? She she's is. Like, for, my heart was pounding. And her, 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 you know? She's old for her age. Right. And then she, she giggles about it, right? Yes. And she says, yeah. oh, man, you know, you know, I, I won't be doing that again. <laughs> and the, the having the having a very like light kind of, you know, touch when something goes wrong, they're going to look to you 
yes. in those very early moments after the event occurs, right? The deer runs off or the partridge flushes or whatever it case may be. The yeah. line snaps on the fish. Yeah. They're going to look to you, right? It's almost like when a kid falls down, they look right at the parent. Is yeah, everything okay? Hurt. And you go, oh, so close, right? And if you have that, like, it's okay, right? Yeah. We messed up. What happened? Why? And now yeah. we're going to go get it, right? We're going to fix it and let's go do it, right? Yeah. You're going to, you have to bring that to them. You have to embody those things that you want down the road. What parts were cool? What parts weren't cool? That's right. Right. She's like, oh, I got away. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> but let, then let, like, let her suffer too. Right. But Don't then, be like, oh, they're there. You have to like, you know what I mean? You got to let them suffer a little bit too, because the, that experience, the, it being a negative thing that something, it didn't occur the way that it wanted to can be a powerful motivator. Just like what you just saw with Kaylee, right? Yep. The deer get away. You let her kind of, let her revel in the fact that she messed up or yep. that it didn't go the way it wanted, she wanted it to. Right. Now she's like, yeah. we're going to make this happen, right? right? And now it's like, okay, we're going to yeah. see we're gonna see what you're made of now. Yeah, little pepper came out. That's right. Now, there's also going to be the other times when, say, you're out there with your dad, right? And he's not doing so good and he can't walk as far mm. as he normally would. And, and um, say he stumbles a, a little bit. He stumbles a little bit. Now Worried he's discouraged. Him. You know, yes. I can't do what I used to be able to do or whatever. Yeah, that's right? tough. That's really you know, tough. That, that's coming for all of us. Right? Yeah. If you're a deer hunter, it's coming for you. You're going to be a light bulb on a stump someday. That's I'm okay right. with that. Yeah. All your head to toe in orange. I can already, <laughs> you know, you know, those hunters that have like, they're just like out there just chilling head to toe in orange waiting, you know, and, and just doing their thing, just doing their thing. And I'll be that someday for sure. Sure. And I'll be glad to do that. Yeah. Hell I'll be yeah. absolutely glad to do that. And Better when I can't can. do that, there's something wrong, but there's also like the pride, right? Mm-hmm. And, and there's pride is a yes, huge part of hunting. It, yeah. it not only is for it's part for of the, you, it's part of also, us as a, like it's in it's in the culture of hunting as hunters yeah. a lot of a lot of what we built around deer hunting there's a lot of pride in it you're absolutely right and then there's our our personal like identity and like when you're a kid and you're out there and your personal identity you're 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 not really sure who you are yet right you haven't learned it even mm-hmm. if you're 15 sometimes you still haven't really figured out who you are yet 25 or 25 or 40 (laughs) 60 yeah and and then also too there's there's the person i always knew that i was that i could always do this and now i can't do it anymore yeah right so being soft and at least understanding and not like over pointing things out or something there's there's a softness that needs to come right whether whether it's somebody new whether Mm. it's somebody young or whether it's somebody old right or somebody with less experience maybe right if somebody doesn't have a great lot of experience and they're they're trying and they're struggling a little bit and you share with them what worked for you to get things fixed yeah it may or may not help if it's applicable right it it, it may or depends on the person that's yeah, right. Some people when they're in the, when it's not going the way they want, don't really need suggestion. They don't want suggestion. They won't take it. And they may just be venting. Right. Yeah. So even with you guys, when I had you out there and you guys would vent mm-hmm. and I would just let you vent. Yeah. I was, I, I was fairly non-reactive most of the time. Mm-hmm. And then when you were kind of <sighs> done venting, yeah. then I'd ask you another question. Right. Yeah. I, I I just asked you questions nonstop just to get you to think. I would just lead you to your own conclusion, your own conclusions. Mm-hmm. But I would lead you in a direction. I would ask a question about a specific thing. And what do you think this did to all of that? And 
well, that's the reason right there, or that's not it. It was over here. Yeah. Right. And that, that stuff was so good for you guys. And, Mm -hmm. and even though, you know, there's like a certain amount of passion that kind of has to come, there has to be some passion towards it. Yeah. You know, for you to, for you to do it for any length of time, you have to have something that some part of it that you're really passionate about. And even those parts that you're passionate about can change over time and how passionate you are about them can change over time. Mm -hmm. And when you're young, you may want to jump right out of bed. It's four in the morning and we're riding roads looking for a track (laughs) and we just got to go do it. Right. And then, you know, now I can get out at eight 30 and a million people have been everywhere and every track in the world has got people on it and all that other stuff. And it doesn't matter to me. You still get a deer anyway. It, it, when it doesn't matter to me, you know, spiritually, intellectually, it doesn't matter to me. And, and that part of a, your, your ability to adjust your feelings. That's also adjusting your expectations, expectations and having like that was what you said earlier of like hunts have to go a certain way and you have to like do things in a certain way and having those expectations for what a good day in the woods is those those can be those can really stop you sometimes from getting the Mm -hmm. full benefit of anything going differently yes right sometimes things go differently and it's a positive thing like you don't you, your truck gets a flat tire and you keep messing around and you have all this stuff. And it seems like this constant like wave of events is occurring between you getting out into the woods and getting to hunt. Mm-hmm. And you just happen to get at the right spot at yep. the right time because of all the stuff that happened before. I think almost all of us right now could think of an event that we thought things were going wrong and then it turned out they all happened just right. You know, yes, and yeah. you were upset the whole time because in your head think it's not going right and it's not what you wanted and you wanted to already be somewhere and already have something going or you wanted the weather to be a certain way yep. and then it worked out for the better. You were supposed to be late. That's right. Like you know, Josh's some, sometimes book, right? you're supposed to yeah. be late. That's it. That's absolutely right. You know, it's important too that um, you be able to adjust to the the newer old person that you have with you. Yep. Um, you know, and, and their style. Accepting and what their limitations and letting them establish their own as well. Yeah, and then... When then they're letting, tired, they're tired. Yeah, letting them You know, that's a big thing. Oh, yeah. Now, you can watch videos on tracking. You can listen to all the podcasts in the world. You can study maps and see the snow coming and get all wound up Have all, all you want to want. But I'll tell you what, nothing will beat down your spirit and your drive to go after a deer more than the state of Maine. Like, and especially with the weather we had the last three weeks that of last year. Yes. Bluebird, not a stitch of wind, crunch, nothing was stopping. The deer are smarter than smart. You can't yep. get anywhere near them. Yep. They've been hunted like crazy. You're lucky to see one. And the woods are garbage. And the woods are just this garbage. It goes on forever. It's just this big, endless, giant mess of brush. And, you know, the 15th time you pick up your orange hat that day, that's when you're like, <laughs> I hate that. Why am I out here? <laughs> I hate, when spruce trees pull your hat off, it, yeah. just, it makes me so mad. Yeah, I try not to you're get You're cleaning but. your scope for the 25th time in yeah. an hour. Frustration. Just so you can see it. And it, it emotionally beats you down. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of guys who were all hepped up and let's go, let's go. And then when they get there and they look at the vastness and they see what little bit of there is mm-hmm. and how far you may need to walk, right? 
The other thing is when there's not many and you need to really put your boots to the ground and you're out with a hunter who can't do that, whether they're young or old, and now you have this, come on, we got to go. Yeah. you'll scare them off for good. They won't yeah. want anything to do with it. The intensity sometimes is not necessarily positive. Mm-hmm. That was one of the things that... A tight schedule will screw you up. <laughs> one of the things, because you know, we had talked in another... Uh, I believe we had talked about this in another podcast. You and I, one day, were walking through the woods, and I'm smashing sticks against stuff we had gone a long ways on a buck track and hadn't seen anything and it's a crunchy crusty cold day and i didn't really want to go and i i was not that into hunting Mm -hmm. i remember the day (laughs) and you know you're leading up this little kind of gentleish bank open hardwoods and i'm taking sticks and slapping stuff and breaking and messing around making all the no- ruining it basically making all the noise and stuff <laughs> and you just slowed down to a stop and you turned around and you said what are we going to do here right <laughs> and it wasn't like and you were not like you weren't frustrated and no. you weren't you were just like do you want to throw sticks do we want to chase down the buck do you want to go home do we want to find a spot and sit down like what do you want to do? Right? And as a new hunter, very new. Very new hunter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. You're like and, 10, 11. Right? And I knew this was something that I wanted to do because I, and as a kid, I wanted to be like you. Right? I'm your son. Right. I wanted to be like you. I knew this was something that we do. Right? Because this is like a family thing. This is like in our culture or our family. This is in our blood. Right? And I'm like... Yeah, one generation. <laughs> well, n- well, no, but like we were brought up. Well, yes. it might it's one generation for you, but right. it's all of it to us. Yes, right. Right? So <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm like, half of me is thinking what you want me to hear. And the other half is me trying to decide what do I really want. And, I, and they both agreed on the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it was, let's go get the deer. Right? And you being indifferent to how the day turned out. And really, you were saying... We're just going to hang out today, but what do you want to do, right? right? And allowing me the option to go home if mm-hmm. I wanted to mm-hmm. or to press on or just to hang out in the woods and, and letting me decide as the, right, as the newbie there, yep. letting me decide what I want, who I wanted to be that day. Mm-hmm. And then you and I ended up shooting deer a little while later. Oh, yeah. Right down on crunchy snow, crusted right up on him, six-pointer, pow, right? Yep. Beautiful buck. Yeah. Cocoa Puff was there that day. Now, was that not a miracle deer? It was a miracle deer. That was For a sure, deer. right? It was just, you know, it had just worked out, but you as the mentor did it perfectly. Perfectly for me, because you knew me. Right. I'm you, dealing with my own genes. You knew, <laughs> you knew what I wanted, yeah. what I actually wanted, yeah. but you knew how to, how to handle me, right? You knew what I was thinking, yeah. right? And knowing your, knowing the person that you're going with, but also allowing them to kind of, you know, kind of decide where and how the day is going to go, but you're going to get them to what they want and being kind of indifferent to whatever they decide mm-hmm. is the thing that didn't scare me off. Yep. You giving me a way out was what made me decide to stick with it, and I haven't turned back since. It would have taken so little to scare you off. It would have been if, easy. If, if I, you had been like, rah, I'd have been like... <laughs> <laughs> bye yep. i was like a fragile at that age oh, right yeah that's a, that's a right. very turbulent time kaylee's age sure i was kaylee's age right you know the the other thing too is like if you're a guide right and you, you're taking out a hunter 
and he may be new to the big woods or something and and the two of you intimidated right intimidated a little Mm -hmm. bit by it and he may be intimidated by you even a little bit because you might in his eyes you know know more and and be able to do more than he is and you have a history with the area and stuff like that so there's a little bit of a you know intimidation factor there a little bit and you know you say well let's go and you follow me and the two of you start going and then next thing you know you know the guy's lagging behind a little bit mm-hmm. and he's a little worried and he's losing his um focus focus and he, he's off in the bushes just yep. a little bit you know and you say well you know how you doing and, and he's tailoring on, it right yeah, ready to take a nap of death yeah. I, I just want to lay down and sleep right yeah you know you'll you'll have people who will want to go and and as they get going into it it won't take much to burn them out yeah and even though you know we're almost there if we just around the next corner the deer's right here you know we put in a mile yeah you know and and it's right here someplace and of course you don't want to scare them off no so when they decide you know what i've kind of had it yeah. Sometimes giving them the little extra push to keep going might be all it takes. That's right. But it might also be the straw that just breaks the wheel right off the wagon, yeah. and it didn't take much more. Yeah. Um, and truthfully, you have to do the best you can with what you've got, and, you know, especially and, for people skills and for for hunting skills. Yeah. And knowing and, then, and knowing the difference in your person, whether to give them the push and say no, just a little farther, come on, just a little farther, and either to to nudge them. Or to pull back and knowing and knowing the difference and like you kind of need to know your person that you're bringing out and it's made you're gonna have to gauge that in the woods you're gonna have to read that sure probably more often than not and I haven't done any amount of guiding but probably more often than not it's not always a decent match it's hard to match but I don't know I I, I've talked to quite a few different guides and stuff and you're gonna get a little bit of both probably yeah you'll have some where it's a good match and everything goes good and then other times where it may or may not Mm. someone's you being able to adjust your physical ability to whatever they can do um and and especially depending on whether they're like a competitive mindset or not they may like I can keep going and then Try to impress you and try stuff and like impress that. you and, yeah. and then go beyond what they can do. Yeah. And now it, they can be embarrassed. I mean, it, and that can be your own dad, right? When he's pushed himself beyond what he can do. And you say, you know, man, we ought to really head back. And he falls down for the second time or whatever. And he's embarrassed. And well, now we got to go home and, and pretty quick. Well, I don't know. You just go without me. And, you know. So yeah. like keeping everybody included, keeping especially emotionally included yeah, is very important. Um, and it's always important in camp life too, you know, or at least in hunting relationships. And they're just as complicated as any other human relationships that you would ever have. You yeah. know, hunting relationships can be. Yeah. So, you know, you, you do the best you can with what you have. And, and sometimes things will click and be beautiful. I and, think, and sometimes they may not. I think but. that, you know, out of the stages of being a hunter, I think that the most important stage and the one that takes the most amount of character and maturity and the one that takes the most time, patience, and wisdom paired with your experience in the woods is the sportsman stage and the piece of the sportsman stage that I think is the most important is the mentor stage. You know, the reason why we don't necessarily have the hunter population and the hunter regeneration that we want is because our mentors are, are kind of slacking and that's all of us Oh no! as a community, you know, of hunters, especially the adults of us. Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, it's mostly our fault that we haven't, you know, 
had a renaissance and had a revival of hunting because I think people are craving the connectivity to nature. We mm-hmm. crave it, you know, and we spend so much time away from it and everybody feels better going into the woods. That you do everybody. Me- yeah. Yeah. The physical and mental challenge that. is definitely part of it too. You, you have to, you have to be able to, to mentally challenge yourself to sometimes make it through in a situation where you've never been before. Yeah. You know, where you've never walked so far in a day, you've mm-hmm. never been so cold. You, yep. you never had that feeling of being so lost. Right? And you need to, you like, you have to have almost have been, and you have to draw from your experience of being the new person in order mm-hmm. to like have the perspective and be able to understand and empathize with somebody that's new because to you it's easy. Sure. I, I spend a fair amount of time just watching when you ask questions, watching intently to see if they're answering what I want to hear or if they're answering, you know, the truth. Yeah. You know, you don't have to defend the truth. You turn it loose, right? It's a lion, right? It, it will, will defend itself. Yeah, it's yep. going to do its thing. So Great quote. when you understand the truth, and sometimes somebody might not tell you the truth, right? You know, my legs are killing me and I can't You only know what farther. people tell you. That's right. And I, I don't want to walk any farther. And, and for you to say, well, we have a plan B. Let's go over here. Let's take a break for a little while. You yeah. know, let's try something different. And I, I would always try and have four or five different options all ready to go for you guys. And, and that's always a good thing too. It, it takes some adjustability to be able to, a, a lot of people, let's face it, a lot of people go in the woods because they don't want to see people. They like yeah. dealing with nature the and it's way more relaxing than dealing with connecting people. Connecting with an other than human intelligence. That's right. You know? Yep. And if anything, um, to, be, to be a real people person and to be an outdoorsman, I think is really good. Yeah, that's those are really two good very qualities. important skills. Yeah, because one can apply to the other, and it can serve a, a larger purpose than just going out and actually killing a deer and bringing it home and having something to eat. You yeah. know, it serves a larger purpose when you're you're able to to pass on some really good emotional and ethical ways of becoming a really good person, and mm-hmm. and the goals that you set, and when you're able to achieve those goals in a natural setting where we're completely not everybody's completely one with the woods right but we all would love to be that way yeah to, to be at home wherever we are under yeah. any kind of circumstances mm-hmm. i i'd like to be able to say i could lay down in the middle of a tornado and just go to sleep and it wouldn't be no big deal i want to be able to, to be that good to be able to handle almost any circumstances and mm-hmm. and stay right on it and there's a desire that people want and and like work towards to be like that and sometimes you you have to practice right you end up practicing being the good person you want to be and and it's hunting is a great way of getting to know yourself it's Mm. a great way of understanding your world it's a great way of learning the working method right nature is the working method yep and when the old tree crumbles and falls over and the old tree turns out to be your dad or your grandfather, right? And you see how life works, yeah, right? And and someday that'll be you, right? Yep. That's that's a good thing to know because it gives you appreciation for everything. And when you're going out into the world with a lot of appreciation, then you're not so harsh on the child who's doing a lot of talking and giggling and making mm-hmm. noise, right? 
And we had a, a couple times this past weekend where Kaylee needed to be kind of quiet because it was quiet woods and we had a pretty reasonable chance of seeing something. Mm. And then right out of nowhere, ah, blah, 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 <laughs> right? So I let her do it, right? Because I could tell she needed, I'm tired of being quiet, right? <laughs> she wanted to talk. Yes. And, and that's okay. That's right. That's, and, it's and, okay. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I guess we're going to talk, right? <laughs> that's so, fine. Yeah, we're just going to talk. We've talked really close to a deer and got that's him before right. anyway. And so. I don't want to squish her. No. Right? I no. don't want to squish her. So if if you keep bending on a twig, you end up with this crooked tree. Right? Yeah. And I don't want to bend on this twig. I Let want it grow it how it wants. Grow how it wants. And if That's this right. thing wants to talk, well, I guess we're <laughs> going to sit down and talk. Right? <laughs> so we laugh and joke. Yep. And then I'm like, well, let's get going again. And she's like, yeah. yeah. And she's like reinvigorated and she wants to get going again. Yep. And some of those things, you're just going to have to let go <laughs> of some of those. You always need to be quiet and you got to whisper all the time. And right. Yeah. Cause it, it may not be the case. And like, you're going to have to just do what you need to yeah. do. And when you're looking at it as to why I do what I do, why am I feeling upset? Why are my feeling good? And you're paying attention to those those why reasons. Now, all of a sudden, it's pretty easy to understand. You know, he's got Alzheimer's. You're going to have to let it go. He forgot where his gloves are. And you pick his up his gloves and you hand it back to Dropped him. Dropped them and didn't notice. That's right. Or you stick them in his pocket and he doesn't notice that either, right? Mm -hmm. and, away, and you just let it go. Right? Or she has to cough. Yes. Let her cough. That's right. No, get it out because yep. it's better to just go <laughs> and have it come out than it is to go <laughs> for like half an hour. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. let it out. Like let's come on. Right. So there's there's always that edge of it. Yeah. That you you want to guard yourself for a little bit and and also like when I would take you guys fishing, I didn't bring a pole. It's your, I'm not it's, fishing. It's, it's your you time guys to fish. Yeah. If I'm going to fish, I'll go fishing. I'll leave you guys yeah. home. Right? Or once you're once they're proficient or once they're ready and don't need the coaching and now they don't need anything but demonstration, now you fish with them. That's right. The That's one of the things that I think a lot a lot of us get hung up on is explanation. We, we crave the explanation and the information and not demonstration. Demonstration, most of the time, is all you need. Why won't this worm go on the hook? And the kid is just squeezing the worm, and the worm's like, ah, and he's strung right out, and he's trying to crawl away, and he's the thinnest he possibly could be. And you guys are like, why won't this worm stay put? And I'm like, you're trying to poke a hook through him. What do you think he's going to do? Yeah. He's not going to like that. Yeah. He's trying to get away. And you just, and I wouldn't tell you guys that. You just do I it. would just let you keep fighting with it. Yeah. And then after a while, you know, and your brother's... They're the ones that taught you to walk and talk. Mm. I didn't. Blame right? them. Oh, no, I'm gonna blame. oh I yeah. yeah. I, you, you'd go over and go. <laughs> and they would come over and say, just give me that thing. Do it like this. And they would stick it right in. And you'd be like, oh, okay. And then you'd look at me and I'd go, mm-hmm. And then, right? Yeah. And you'd check to make sure. Is that cool the way he did? Yep, that's cool. That's how you do it, right? But I didn't say anything. What I do you just, think to him? That's right. And and I I just let it naturally go. Yeah. He had a need to teach you and I let he him. He wanted to. So and he wanted ahead. to. So I'm like, okay, go ahead yeah. right in there. Let's see how this works. Yeah. And then if he did it wrong, then I would lean in and say, hmm, how'd that go? How is it? that animals that don't talk that communicate mostly through body language can teach their young to do 
complicated things. Demonstration. Period. Because the child is observant. Mm. When the newcomer is observant and you teach them the importance of observation, no explanation is required for mm. a lot of things. Yep. Right? When they pay attention and they know to just watch and then try it. Right? All you need is to an attempt, right? The first, most of what it is to learn something is tenacity. <laughs> this, you know, that's, that's it what try. it is. It's, it's going for it, sticking with it. Try it, try again, try again, try again, try again. And begin. That's right. The, that it. first step is mostly just the confidence and the, the, I can do this. And after that, it's just tenacity. It's just sticking with it and hammering down and it's going to work out. And you're going to mess up in the beginning and them knowing they can mess up is a huge piece of it being okay, right? Because that teaches them that it's okay. Let's solve the problem and not dwell on it. My teachers were terrible. I was taught millions of myths. Millions. Like what? You shouldn't ever fail. Oh, to be perfect the first time out? You have to be perfect that is, right out That's of the gate. a huge, right? We Why all want to. Why are you be, getting bees? Yeah. What is the matter with you? Yeah. Why are you getting yeah. bees? Your sister's got mostly AIDS. Why are you getting bees? And sometimes C's. And the only reason I was getting a C because I didn't want to get a D. Right? But that's where the line was. C to me was good enough. To you, yeah. Because I had other interests. And yeah. this was a sideline that I was forced to do. Yeah. So, like, right? Is not is that not important, right? If that you don't want huge. to do something, you'll not perform at your best. And that's right. And I was just getting by. It was like I was working for pay. Right? Yeah. That That is way different. Yep. You get paid to work. That's why they pay you because it's work. It's no fun. It's not what you really want to do. Right? Unless you're one of those people that gets to do what they want every day and get paid for it. One of now the lucky few. That's right. Now you're talking, right? There's a huge difference there. And I was taught the old-fashioned, you need to recite all this useless information. And let's hear yeah. you recite this information that you'll probably only use three times in your whole life. There's no need to train equation. your future hunters that way. No, There's no need. No, because that that process beats the love of learning, and mm -hmm. the love of learning and the curiosity is something to foster. The curiosity thing, and why is what do you think made him do that, and why why do you think he's calling, what do you think he's saying, right? That stuff is what keeps them wanting to learn more and keeps keeps you interested, right? It's still like the curiosity thing. Curiosity also is a is a hard learned lesson when you're not curious. Yeah. The bill for not being curious is way heavier than the bill for being curious. Okay. <laughs> yep. Just to let you know that that cost me a huge buck, huge buck back in the day. Not being curious crazy. enough. Right. Literally not going down the bank. I don't know what that is. Eh. That's a weird sound. That's funny. And my track's going this way. And the next thing you know, you come back three hours later and you're 20 yards from where you were standing and it was him. Because my whole life, I, I thought deer sound uh, like that. Right. That was what you always did. Uh, that's yeah. not what they all sound like. No. Right. And then, but, it, but I didn't know any different. I'd never heard any variation of that. Mm -hmm. I had never heard, you know, any, any other possibility that could be when I hear this <laughs> down in the woods, I'm like, I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, that ain't a deer. And of course it's going, you know, I'm, I'm on the bank going one way and the deer is down below going the opposite way. And with a, with an old skid dozer road with a spruce trees in the way and yep. maybe 
maybe 35, 40 yards max, but it was just quiet, like a bullfrog. And I was like, I don't, bleh, right. And I just continued up and two, three hours later, I had circled back. The buck had made a hook and came, went back right in the direction. I was like, oh, sweet. He's heading back to the truck. Awesome. Right. Little do I know I'm still three hours behind him. I get to that spot where he had stood and him and I had both stopped and he had called and I didn't know that's him making the sound. And I was like, oh, when I look at the that bank and I, I could, I, had I squatted down, I'd have seen him. Oh. Had I squatted. And it was a hog. And it's a hog and big, beautiful track, at least a buck 80, right? Big, yeah. nice deer. Yeah. But I wasn't curious enough. I wasn't. And those lessons early, you know, that could have discouraged me hard. But you, mm -hmm. right, when you come from the roots of it's okay to fail, Mm -hmm. Put that in the books. If I ever hear anything that is even remotely curious to me as a sound, I've never heard, I'm going to investigate almost every sound now, yep. right? Because I don't want that failure. That failure taught me much more than crouching down and shooting him, right? Because if I was like, oh, I just heard him grunt and shot him, right? Yeah. That wouldn't have been like, mm. Mm -hmm. that wouldn't have concrete. Now, when I hear a buck grunt, I stop dead in my tracks, right? Yep. That, that failure taught me so much. And that was early in the career, There's right? nothing like that first moose roar. Yeah. Oh, I got to put that footage up on YouTube. That's yeah. it's, it's hard to hear with the wind, but we have a cow, a cow going like literally roaring yeah. at, a, at quite a distance. Yeah. One yeah. of my neighbors, uh, Mike DeMassey, I, I met him and, and he says, do, do moose sound like lions? I heard this giant roar. It sounded like a <laughs> lion. He says, I don't know what the hell that was. And I said, it's a moose. You know, they, they freak out and they do this big kind of roaring sound. So, right. And he's like, boy, that, that makes me feel better. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's not just me. I'm not going nuts. Well, the, and curiosity is the first part. The next part is being able to pay attention. To focus your attention on something is key. And one of the things that makes tracking so good is and especially good trackers good is the fact they can pay attention well keep focused for long yes. durations of time tracking staring that is buck just down, waiting, right? it, it drains you yes and when you have so many distractions of nothing but trees wind clouds and rain or snow and you're not seeing a thing yep and your your focus is distraction. Waning. Your focus is you start off to in flip the bushes. Yeah. yeah, and the next thing you know, you stumble right onto something and you blow it, and there goes a whole day's worth of walking is gone now because the deer boom and off he goes and there's nothing you can do. Yeah. So all of those things are really good, and when you're taking out somebody new or somebody that's really young, or even somebody who's older and they're feeling their aches and pains, right? Their focus is not going to be where yours is necessarily. Yeah. And you're going to have to adjust for them, right? And sometimes it means calling it quits a little early. Sometimes it means well, just going for a ride, go yep. look around, go yep. do, do some road scouting, you know, yeah. we'll take the vehicle yep. and have, have a go to a new area around, and sniff around, check out some new landings or yep. new spots to go hunting, you know, find out where all the deer are crossing a certain road, you know, all those things. You, you learn where the, the bottlenecks and the choke points are so yeah. that later on, you know, while you've got him with you, you can say, boy, there's, there's been four buck cross this choke point down here. Let, let's get, let's get that up in the woods, 150 yards, right up in here. Don't have to walk all that far, but let's get him up in there. And that's a good spot. Yeah. We'll go up and hunt the mountain. And if we shove one down, it'll come right down through that choke point, And he's got to 
pretty good. Yep. And he's not too far from the rig, so yep. if he needed to get out and warm up, he, he could. He feels comfortable. Yeah, feels yep. comfortable, and you set him up there a little bit, and then maybe later on you can work your way down through, and you can talk on the radio, and something happens to come his way, you know, it'll work out. The other thing, too, I think, is when you're when you're kind of bringing it up for the first time with your mm-hmm. you know potential pupil is don't don't kind of set the bar really high for expectation in order to entice them to do it because you want them to. Yeah. You know, it might be setting them up for a little harder fall than they, they really deserve. You know, it's, yeah. it almost needs to be like, this is kind of what we're going to go do. And Hey, what do you think? And let, let the curiosity and the prospect of that and what could happen, you know, be what entices them. Let them draw their conclusions to it a little bit more Instead of being like, there's this big buck over here and he comes through, blah, 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 all this other time. And make this like kind of big grand promise almost. Yeah. And when it doesn't come through, they go, ugh, and they get kind of bummed. Especially if they do it over and over and over and over and over and it doesn't come to, they'll toss a towel in. Yeah. Because. See, there's a big difference between sap and syrup, right? Yeah. Out of the maple tree, right? Yep. A lot of hunting is just sap. It's just water, right? It's mm-hmm. just the, the you walk around in wilderness and you don't see a thing, and it's not film worthy, right? Or you can, we are. You can watch a million videos, and all you're seeing is the cream. You're seeing you're the syrup. Seeing the very best, right? The very best sugared off syrup of what's yeah. going on. You're seeing the very best, and when you you actually go out there and you start trying to perform these same exact things, you're going to be knocked down like you read about because it's it's tough. There's so much of it that we're we're not showing on the videos, right? Who wants to watch a guy walk through the woods endlessly for days on end, weeks on end, and doesn't even see only three moose and maybe one deer in a week, right? That's that. There's nothing to. There's nothing there, right? There's just yeah. nothing. To, I saw a doe and three moves. It's not something to get you excited to go do that. No, that's for sure. No, especially considering the amount of effort it took just to do that. Yeah, and sometimes you have days where you can't do anything wrong, and it's just awesome. Days where you can't line together. it up either. Yeah, and then there's a a lot more days when it doesn't line up. You're you're five minutes off every time, or or four days off and that's just the way it goes and of course you're not seeing that all the hours it took to get those little tiny few minutes of video that are so sweet yeah and all the time and energy it took to do all the scouting right you guys got a big jump start because i scouted all that for 20 years yeah you know how it works you got 20 years worth of experience speaking to you yeah And it's, it's pointing the way for you. Which is why having a mentor and being a mentor is so great. You get to yes. give somebody a leapfrog or get your own it like, can, it can turbo really off good. of that. Yep. yep. But they also have to be a willing student. They really do. And some may be willing-ish and some are really willing and some are crazy. And the crazy ones, just go to the woods. Just go there and start right in. And when you have a problem, then talk to the experts. Yeah. Right? And they'll tell you how to get through some of that stuff or how they did. And then you can give it a whirl and figure out your own way. And that's the thing. You can't really do hunting wrong. It's because you're hunting. It's a, it's a pursuit. It's a chase. It's a, you know, it's a quest. It's a quest and, and things happen. Unexpected. It's an adventure. Sometimes disastrous things happen. Yep. 
and sometimes wonderful, glorious things come about because of the quest, right? That's right. So if you're into adventure, you want to give it a whirl because it, yeah. that's the way it is. And there's nothing better than sharing that with somebody. The, you know, we see this all the time, and it's something that I've I've noticed a lot more is that it is far better to see somebody enjoying and reveling in something that you love. It's way better than to have that happen yourself. I ra I'd rather run camera and be with somebody when they get a deer mm -hmm. than do it myself. It is then get my own deer. Yeah, it is because awesome. the experience you just you know what they feel. Mm -hmm. You know you know what they're going through. Plus you have the enjoyment of seeing them go through it. Yep, and it just doubles it. It's it's better to give that experience to somebody else than it is to get it yourself. Hands down, and I think that's one of the one of the best things about being a mentor and having a student that loves to that really wants to learn and that will love to do it. Teaching somebody who is really fascinated, it's just this awesome vibe that goes on. Teaching somebody who's reluctant or doesn't really want to, it it's like pulling teeth. Mm. You know, it's it's kind of disingenuous, and you're both like, "What are you doing? What are we doing here?" You know what I mean? Well, there's a difference between you know wanting a fish. And then wanting to learn to fish. Yes. And yep. there, there's quite a few people that just want the fish. Yeah. It's about the object. And it's not really about what you become because of it all. Yeah. Even though it really still is. Yeah, but <laughs> not. They're just in a different place. That's just not the all. motivation. For right. It. The the getting into something because of the goal, but sticking around for the process because you fall in love with it halfway through. That's how you find something that you're into for your whole life. Yeah. You know? An appreciation will build because of the difficulty. And the relationship between you and your your pupil, your student, or your buddy that you're going out in the woods is going to be awesome. You guys are going to have a great relationship, you know? If you can both keep kind of flexible, you know, and be into it other than what you're seeking at the end. Well, that, and you got to be truthful, right? Yeah. That's this has, like, too. why you're doing this, yeah. you have to know that. Like, there's no point in taking somebody out unless you know why you're doing it. You have to have a strong why. Otherwise, it's like stay. Don't bring them with you and just go hunting if you like it. Right. You know, yep. being a mentor is a lot of responsibility. and It's very important. It's very important. It's not like this isn't small small potatoes. No, you know, it's a big deal. It's a big deal to foster what we do. And a lot of times, it's less important. Is more, yep. Less is more, and it's easy to over over teach or over right you can't dump the whole load on them right? yeah it's easy to blow people's brains up right and and there's so much that needs to be learned and it's a lifetime of getting it and even then you're not getting it all because it's a different experience almost every time it's almost like let let them fill their own plate don't mm -hmm. force feed anyone right you know yep. answer questions that they have or give them tips when it's vital mm -hmm. but the rest of the time no solicited unsolicited advice because unsolicited advice are wasted words of wisdom. Mm -hmm. Don't. There's no point in like just saying do this, do this, do this, do this, do that. Don't do this, and just like you know, just unloading everything you know because you want them to know it. Especially with older people. Yeah, but that can also apply yeah. to the kids too. Yeah, right? you know, the, the kids are gonna need you know some good boots, right? You know, there's yeah. certain things that they're just yeah. gonna need, and you may get by with things, and even if they've got some junk stuff. 
and because most of the time we do when we start up. Yeah, you, you got a million <laughs> hand me downs, right? Yeah, Casey I did. and Ryan, we we bought them stuff, yeah. and it, it got passed down, and yeah. you know all the foot sizes eventually got so they were Two all big boots. enough, right? They needed <laughs> different bows, but that's you know, okay. Over over the years, you learn to deal with it, right? You learn to roll with the punches, yeah, and it made you more flexible and made you definitely more like MacGyver figure it out. Yeah, you guys would just do yeah. that. All Make the, the time. most of whatever situation you're provided with. Yeah, what can That's, we do? You with have what to we do got. that with nature. That's right. You just make the most of what you got because you don't really have any other choice. That's how we have all the worldly things we have now. Somebody shared their ideas of improving things and making it better for all of us yeah. and that's why you get to use the microphone to talk to somebody i mean yeah the, somebody shared that the biggest that pieces knowledge. i think the biggest pieces of a me- of mentoring somebody into the woods is the patience the patience and and going into this with this is for them and about them today right mm-hmm. and that we're keep it super laid back you know have a goal and work with something together mm-hmm. but also if it doesn't go in that direction whatever and if they mess it up whatever but each there's a learning opportunity everywhere oh yeah and allow them to kind of draw their own conclusions too you don't need to tell them everything mm-hmm. you know think a few things can be learned on yeah. their own yeah yeah oh, i forgot my hat encouragement and it's cold right yep. <laughs> yeah encouragement let them suffer in their mistake a little bit before correcting them don't mm-hmm. try to save them ahead of time right you know yeah those failures are important but also are the successes. And when they when things go right, celebrate it massive. Yes. Make the reward for success horrendous, right? That's why we celebrate so hard when somebody gets a deer. You bring your own That's energy right. into your life. Yeah. And you, bring, and you can add your energy to everybody else's. And when you're able to do that on a steady basis and it's really attractive, people want that. That's a good thing. Yeah. It's a really good thing. That's something everybody celebrates. When somebody's completely in the zone, they're just happy and everything's cool, you're good to go. Yeah. And if you can maintain as much of that as possible, now you're really working on the right side of life. Yeah, embody what you want your student to be. Yep. Right? And that's really the only way that you can really is lead by example. Yep. However you want them to act in the woods, you have to embody that. And if let them grow along what's natural that's for them. right. Right, yep. and you just say get, provide them basically a framework for them to build their own blue, blueprint. Yep, you know. Yep, and you're gonna see a lot if if more people did this, you're gonna see a lot more hunters pop out of the woodwork. You're gonna see a lot more people, even just getting into things that involve nature, doing bird watches, going hiking. You're gonna sure. see a nature renaissance pretty quick. And there's, I think, I think hunting is gonna come back around. Personally, I do, and the sharing it. It'll be more outdoor stuff with a little less killing, probably, if anything. Which, whatever. Less killing, which doesn't hurt my feelings because I'll sit there and call in ducks and they'll come swinging in and flying around and getting all crazy. And the the biggest part and the biggest importance that comes from this is not that they uh, go out and get protein for the family and all that jazz. It's that they remain directly connected with nature because things that you're not directly connected to, you tend to not care and not notice as much. Mm hmm. Especially spiritually, right? That's right, and fostering that in, that love and the the husbandry of the forest and of you know, and all of that. That's right, the and that we are to part. We are part of the system, right. and being and going back and connecting and going back and being a part of this system frequently is how you keep it in mind and how you stay connected. It's yep. important, and I think it's going to come back around for sure. Yep. Yep. Good one. Yeah. 
Hopefully you guys have enjoyed this podcast, maybe stirred a few ideas, a few things, and a few experiences you've had in the woods as new hunters, new fishermen. And new mentors. New mentors. And go out there and, and, and go out with people. Share this experience and share what it is that you love with somebody because, you know, that's the best way that we can kind of bring things up. Celebrate life. That's right. And yep. it's... I think it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to this deer season so much. Like every the days are so long. I swear there's not 24 hours in a day right now. It's like 36. It's like, come on. So we're out of here Sunday. I'm not sure if we're going to have another podcast between uh, now and Sunday morning. Oh, Maybe not. We have so, so much to do. Much to do. We just, you know, we've been just What time crazy. is it right now? Oh, I think it's like, I think it's like it 10, 30. 10, 10. Yeah, it's like 10 30 yeah. right now. I've had enough. So yeah. I know it's been a long day. Thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. Hopefully you've enjoyed this podcast coming from you from Northfield, soon to be Maine. Yeah, deer camp. Here we go. It's going to be great. (laughs) If you guys haven't, would you mind dropping down in the bottom, leaving us a review? Let us know what you think. Let other people know what you think. Helps us out, help you out. We'll bring you more podcasts and more videos coming soon. Follow us on Instagram at Mountain Deer. It's going to be good. We'll keep sharing. You can share, right? (laughs) That's right. Happy hunting, guys. Good luck out there.